0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome into another edition of Infection Podcast. My name is Nick Craig. You can follow me on x at Nicholas M. Craig or check out our website, InfectionPodcast.com. Can't do this thing alone. Joining me safely, he marked, tagged, marked himself safe on Facebook from Tropical Storm Hillary, Brian with an eye, Aldridge. Hey, Brian.
1: Hello. Yes. As I was telling you a little before the show started, it's been raining a lot here, um, quite the uh, interesting effects all the way up almost to the north of the United States. So if you want to find me, you can find me at Brian Aldridge on Gab, Getter, True Social, or at Voice Computer on Twitter. Last week, Nick, in the post show, you had mentioned to me to go check out a YouTube video that was going over just kind of, well, it's a guy who does, the guy giving the video was a guy who does hardware reviews. I've seen him do on Motherboards. Yeah, Yeah, Gamers Nexus, Motherboards, video cards. He's pretty in-depth. But he was doing an in-depth, uh, video on uh, on Le- Linus Tech Tips, and really just ripping them apart, and not not in a malicious way, but I think it's kind of more of a he's kind of disgusted at the the way that it's it started to operate over at what do they call it Linus Media Group? Yeah, LMG. Um, LMG, and and so I sat and watched that video. It was about what an hour long, I think. Yeah, something like that. Um, they did two parts. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that video and very well done and it's not like he went and did any kind of crazy uh accusations towards him he just said hey here's i'm just gonna give you some videos watch these videos and look at all the inaccuracies and then um they showed video of people that work at the studio saying you know i wish we had more time to work on videos you know they weren't rushing them out the door so much because i think they do 25 videos a week oh it's ridiculous it's, it's
0: insane what their upload schedule is
1: and And this is frustrating because like, if I want to go find recently, I purchased a video card and I don't always have time to sit there and research every little thing or figure out all the little intricacies of a specific line of video cards to find out which one's the best. You rely on groups like this to do some research, figure out what the benchmarks are and say, okay, this video card for the money performs well. Uh, And so he went through and just talked about how, how many inaccuracies or things that seemed like they were biased. Well, Linus tech tips as a whole has halted production of their videos for now, uh, due to that video. And so I thought that was really interesting. They have a new, um, CEO that I I assume is kind of behind a lot of this pushing of trying to get the videos out the door, trying to stay uh, or get as much money as they possibly can per video.
0: No, this guy's brand new. Like he's literally been on the job like three weeks.
1: Okay, so so it, this hopefully he's now going to use this opportunity to turn around and say, okay, well now we can fix what was preexisting to me showing yeah. up, because Correct. that's that's the ordeal. Is uh, Linus should have had the ability, and I think for him he was seeing dollar signs, most likely, and and was willing to just push whatever out the door. But the problem is you ruin your brand, because that's well, all he was as a brand.
0: Well, and and it was obvious that's I mean because if you watch uh, Steve from Gamers Nexus's video, that's exactly what was happening, and he even admitted it in, in various points. Oh, you know, it would have cost me you know dozens of dollars to redo this and and redo this testing, and you know that's 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 a that's a credibility problem, Brian. I mean, if you you yep. know, you, you you place it all on that and. Five, five. You know, this is a this. This company just had an offer to purchase somebody. Uh, somebody offered to purchase Linus Media for a hundred million dollars. So five hundred dollars, a couple hundred dollars <laughs> is not. And and you know, his his wife is the CFO. I believe she's the chief financial officer. Um, yeah. and even in that, I don't know if you watched their response video uh, a couple days ago. Actually, I hadn't watched Wednesday. It yet. Um, you know, she even mentions like, you know we money is not the issue like there's there's just a boneheaded decision by my husband not to do to do this stuff um and it's it's been very interesting to watch and you know a lot of folks made it out originally as oh you know, St- you know steve from gamers nexus has been doing these in-depth hardware things for for a year i mean like a decade at this mm-hmm. point and a lot of folks think of thought or at least the immediate comments when i caught this was Steve's just pissed because Linus Media Group has got all the testing equipment that he's got and they can bump out stuff quicker because they have a staff. They have like 90 people on their payroll. I mean, it's a massive company. Yeah. Um, and it obviously wasn't that at all because yeah. you know, you know, th- that, that was not the issue, at least that Steve was making. Um, and it's been very well, interesting I, to follow that kind of drama.
1: And I think that for Steve, what makes a big difference is he is doing it right from what I can tell. I mean, I've watched his videos before. Haven't seen anything that were, you know, like a piece was uh PC Gamer. or who was it that did that video on how to build a computer. And that one, yeah, it was IGN was or so, PC gamers, IGN or whoever it was, me did that video where it was just during the video I'm watching and saying what in the world, like the things he's saying don't make sense or they're not, that's not reality. And they put no research. Well, when you turn around and have somebody like Gamers Nexus who put in the time, they put in the research and it costs them extra in time and money and everything else to be able to put out a video that's factually correct and has all the legwork actually done under it. But then you have Linus Tech Tips come turning around and pretending to do all that work and just kind of throwing something out, but on the front pretending or or, or, or saying that they're, doing all that work doing all the extra and it's like in a way they're cheating and i can see how we can look at that and say "Hey, that's not fair like we're putting in the time and the money not taking the shortcuts and but and we're we're presenting ourselves as that but you're turning around and taking all those shortcuts not taking the time and money and then presenting as if you're at least equal or better than us Hmm. uh which is which has to be frustrating because what's the natural reaction if the other person is cheating is to, well, then let's take shortcuts. People obviously don't care. Then let's take shortcuts and let's put out the lesser product because people don't really care in the end. But as you can see from the response from this video, that's not the truth. People no, do that. care. And when you shine light on it, then people are like, wait, hold on. And, and his Linus, what's happened with Linus, he's lost all that credibility. That it's going to take him a long time to build back because people are going to be critiquing every video he puts out going forward.
0: Yeah, and there was a lot of great points that were made by Steve and and, and some of the missteps. And, yeah, again, you're talking about a Oh, yeah, Melmo says talk- it
1: was Vice. Vice who did that video. Oh, it was Vice, video. yeah. yeah. Um,
0: you know, 90 People is a very large company, and the idea that yeah. you know, everything is 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 micromanaged, and, and, and I, unfortunately I think there was a lot of micromanagement which caused a lot of these issues, but pointing out, like, you know, hey, you make these comments during this video about how, you know, this device is a piece of garbage, even though you don't test it on the proper hardware or it's, you know, it's yeah. got a sticker on it and you don't cut that out of the video or you don't replace, you know, you talked about, be- you
1: they know, don't replacing- take the time, yeah.
0: Yeah, you don't take the time. You put a little anado- uh, 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 appendage on the screen as a solution to it um, is not, um, it's just not a good solution. And I'm I'm glad he, I'm yeah. glad he got that backlash um because yep. it obviously needed to be done and he you know he fought, his his original response was a joke um he just you know doubled down into this and made some ranting forum posts really screwed himself even further um and then uh and then now the whole company essentially is on on edge. you talk about losing money they have, they i think they said for a week or 10 days they're not been they still and they haven't since last Wednesday have not put yeah. out a single video you talk about missing out on hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean that's oh not the hundreds of millions millions of dollars. Um that's 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 what's happened now because of it.
1: Well and I think if they come out and figure out just like like the other group does put out high quality videos touch on topics that are relevant. Don't focus on we have to hit a certain number of videos per week. Like yeah. obviously you want to stay above a certain threshold. But this is the problem that we've been talking about in other areas. Look at the news industry, uh, the newspaper industry, the radio industry, uh, the the TV news industry. And they've gone from doing those hard-hitting stories where sometimes it would take months of research by a particular reporter to dig something out and to break something that's new that no one ever heard of. I mean, look at Drudge, for instance, what he used to be. He broke the whole um, Monica gate, from what I remember. Um, the, with with Monica Lewinsky and 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 the president, and that took him kind of digging, finding sources, and he broke that story. Well, that made him really famous, uh, and, and you know he kind of, I think he sold his company, and who never w- knows what's happened to him now. But now you look at what the new, most of the news industries are doing, is they have one head organization that's handing them news, and they're just repeaters of that news. And they don't have the individual people doing digging, trying to, to break stories. Uh, and, and, and if there are none of those people, like how do these things get discovered? We're, we're kind of etching away and taking away a whole area of what used to make uh, to root out corruption and root out problems. And I, th- you, th- I, think it, I think it's becoming a bigger problem.
0: You mentioned something about their video release schedule. So there's, that, that's a multifaceted, that's a multi-pronged approach. See, unfortunately, yeah. when this turns into a business, which it is now, you have a sales team, right? And the yep. sales is 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 that's a, the vast majority of their revenue is coming from selling in in video ads to the line on Linus have Media to guarantee group.
1: certain clicks and everything well, no, it's not even views. that. But
0: on Linus Media, it's the you know, it's the you know, and and uh, and here's the segue to our sponsor. That's their whole joke. Yeah. So when you're on, you're a sales team and you're, I mean, you don't sell a video the day it comes out. I mean, you're selling out months in advance. Um, that is a problem because now you have advertisers that you have promised ad time to, they are paying you for ad time on how x amount of videos a week or x amount of videos a month you have to make that it's the same thing in the television world it's the same thing in the radio world it's the same thing in the print business world when you're when you're doing that so there is deadlines and there is you know a lot of folks i kept hearing steve say it's an artificial deadline well it's not an artificial deadline i mean this is a business that is promising advertisers and some might say well screw the advertisers specific topics Maybe for specific topics, maybe not, but the, nevertheless, I mean, you only have cert—you have, you know, however many videos a month that you produce. You can only sell that many ads. If you're not producing yep. all those videos, now you can't sell those ads. Now you've got a business problem. So there yep. is another fascinating You can't guarantee
1: that their value for the dollar. If you do, let's say, five less videos a month. A, a month, then there's that much less that you have to put all these ads into, and either you're going to drop some ads or you're going to show ads less. But, well, but see, the problem with that
0: is when you pre-sell a year. I mean, like most ad things, you purchase those in blocks. You'll purchase a year's yeah. worth of advertising at a time. You know, hundred, you know, multi-million dollar contracts to purchase advertising. You're not buying it every uh, every day. You're not buying. You know, oh, here's uh, you know, here's fifteen thousand dollars for uh, advertising today. No, so it's it's a it's a mixture. They've got to. Obviously stop being so aggressive with the sales stuff and allow the video production to catch up to. It. And that might hurt the bottom yeah. line. Sure. But that, if that's what has to happen, that's what has to happen. But I I can guarantee you one of the reasons for the expedience and for the um the grind as it's called of, of video production was absolutely because they had already had these videos sold, because that's how sales work. I mean, if you're if you're and selling they had to get them, yeah, had to get out that yeah. many per You've week. already promised it to an advertiser. Right, and they've already paid you. So you've yep. already sold somebody you know, a $100,000 ad on a video. You've got to provide that ad, like the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, and the Super Bowl is a great mo- example money, of it.
1: If money isn't the issue, then what they need to do is bring on more staff to be able to produce more facets of videos so that the individual groups are able to put the necessary time in to produce those videos so they can still hit the 25 mark. What they yep. need to do is match their staff size to be able to put out the videos that match the quality level that they're hoping to hit at 25 videos per month. And whether that means their staff needs to grow, then so be it. You're making all that money for a reason. And it comes down to greed of if we bring on more people, that means less uh, of the of the money that we get to take home. Okay, well, that's true. But you're holding a certain standard to keep your brand alive. And that's where I think they really failed. Agreed.
0: Yeah, it was a it was a huge failure. It's been interesting to watch kind of the drama and the 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 fallout from it. Um, and we'll see what it ends up doing. I've seen there's been a huge downtick in subscribers to the LTT channels, and a lot of folks canceling yeah. their float plate subscriptions and everything else. A lot of folks, say, oh, this is the end of LTT. No, it's not because it's an entertainment channel first and foremost. Their videos are very funny, and the the stuff that they do is 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 very interesting. It's not content that you're finding anywhere else on YouTube. Uh, It's just finding that that mix and balance of running a successful company, but also producing accurate info. And that's what this all comes down to. Linus Tech Tips, because of their uh, short timeline and their aggressive publishing schedule, they were producing inaccurate content. And that's an issue That, that that right there is the issue. That's what needed to be resolved. And obviously Linus wasn't willing to do that until
1: somebody called his ass on it. And they did. Yep. I mean, shortcuts work until until that uh, causes a problem, and that yeah,
0: and that is a problem. The problem, is,
1: the problem has come.
0: So. Yeah, the problem is when you're re- releasing inaccurate information about, um, you know, a, a piece of hardware because you didn't bother testing it in a in the way that the people told you to test it. That's a problem, right? That's no, that's no longer yeah. there's no plausible deniability there at all. Um, so they should be back between now and next week's show. Um, and I guess we'll just have to see uh, have to see what happens with it. But uh, it's it's know, yeah, everybody loves drama, Brian. I mean that's what this comes down to. A little bit yeah. drama, little bit drama has <laughs> never hurt anybody. Um, but in this case, some of the stuff that they were doing does. The, the point Steve made was pretty egregious, like auctioning off somebody's you know in R and D piece of uh, prototype yeah. to potentially a, a competition. I mean that not only is morally unethical, it is a it is high. It could be. I mean they could be sued for a fortune over that i mean that is that is just complete and total gross incompetence and that was just Um, aside
1: from the fact that they totally uh just didn't do justice to the prototype that was there didn't follow any of the recommendations didn't didn't implement it in the correct way and then they trashed it in the video i mean mean, come on it was just poor choices
0: poor choice is a great way to say it absolutely we'll keep (laughs) we'll keep an eye on it Uh,
1: all right. Here's another one that, that has been kind of unfolding the last number of weeks. And this is with archive.org. And for people who don't know what that is, it's pretty much the archive of the internet. So if there's a website or something that you want to go check out from 20 years ago and see what it looked like on December 3rd of, of, you know, 2009 or 20, you know, 2013, you can do that on this website generally, but they also have this nonprofit. uh, digital library that they do for lending out uh, i think they'll do books and what and ebooks stuff. and yeah. yeah digital files of different types well they're getting sued by um was it a music label for 400 so. million dollars right now Oof. Uh, now this is a non non-profit organization so 400 million dollars when they don't bring in a lot of money in other ways than donations and things like that this could be a huge hit Um, so the here's something something interesting the great 78 project is what it's called um, and it's preserved 78 rpm records that are 70 to 120 years old and cast in shellac resin over time they get brittle and fall apart so the effort aims to protect the music quality as first recorded unlike remastering techniques which removes the scratches surface noise and pops uh, accompanying the music and so I, I think this is the reason they're saying um, th- the they don't have the rights to these works I mean these are so the hundred year mark that's when the copyright expires correct public domain
0: that's, I, yeah if you, yeah at a certain point it becomes public domain
1: I think like I think what, it's a hundred years Mickey
0: Mouse is about to become public domain I believe
1: yes it, yeah it's right on on the verge of it because they've been around right about a hundred years they, they they've had They've got special treatment by having that pushed out longer than expected, but I think there's hitting a point where they won't be able to push it out anymore. Sure. So the complaint alleges the Internet Archive is violating their rights to protected pre 1972 recordings by copying the physical records into a digital file for distribution. Um, and these, these groups, I think it's UMG Recordings, Capital Records, Concord Scumbacks. Bicycle Assets, yeah, CMGI Record music assets and Sony Music Entertainment and Artista Music is are, are all the groups that filed the civil action. I, I can understand the problem here uh, because a lot of these things are getting lost. Even one thing I don't be, be, don't think people even realize is some of the old video games even um, and source code have been getting lost because the things that these are held on, sometimes tape, are disintegrating and they're getting destroyed. And the original records are going to be lost unless they get put somewhere. And a lot of these places, people go and put things that there's no use for them anymore, but they want to have it recorded somewhere. And this, this is these are audio file or not files, audio records that they want to be able to record so that once those physical media disintegrate, that they're still available. Um, yeah. It. it I think this would be a big problem, because are they really making money? I, you know if these are things that haven't been digitized, are they making money off of these old records? No, no there could be copyright on some of these, Which but, is but a if problem. they've already been remastered and saved and put up for sale or for listening on by these various music labels, then that's one thing. Don't put those on there, but if they're ones that aren't available anywhere else, then why you know hopefully you wouldn't be against the saving of these records. You wouldn't think so.
0: Well, that you
1: know some of these, the the ones they're listing are Frank Sinatra, Ella Fitzgerald, Billie Holiday, um, the alone, the Lo- what's that? The Elonious Monk. I've never heard of them. Miles Davis and Louis Armstrong.
0: Most of those aren't a hundred years old, though. Like Frank Sinatra's no,
1: but years these old. are from the '40s, so yeah. you know these are coming up on eighty years old. It's between that seventy to hundred year old the ones that they're bringing up are the ones that are still fairly well known. And there's probably some recordings of them, but after these guys, there's a lot of them that they're hard to find the, the music from them. The ones that are reaching closer to the hundred year mark from the 1920s. There's not a lot of music that you can get from then that maybe wasn't other than the really popular music. So the record labels request a jury trial and they're seeking damage of 150,000 per 2,700 works they consider copyright copyright infringement. So I don't know. Huh. I, well, I don't know where this is going to go. This is currently going to court, but it could be a well, big impact and, and impact other areas of archive.org rather than just the music part.
0: Yeah. Like, for example, here is the uh, Byte of Tech website from uh, <laughs> October, know, the that's 20, my original uh, one, yeah. February 7th, 2011. Um, well, I'll give you a great example. Our audio podcast is stored on the Internet yep. Archive. We start on our stored on archive.org. Um, there's it's amazing how much cool stuff is on there. And of course, yep. nobody hates. There, there might not be a group outside of politics. There might not be a group of people that are hated more than record labels. I mean, they are just the they are just the scum of the earth in terms. Now, here's the thing, Brian. They I've mentioned this before on the show. It's an unpopular opinion, but it's the truth. If you have copyright on something, you have to be willing to enforce it if you're not willing to enforce yep. it on these guys, well then if Brian comes along and does it, you know you can your legal argument can be well, you let all these other guys get away with it. you're obviously not serious about protecting your copyright. so why the hell are you targeting me? That's a serious concern and if that's what's going on here then i I, I don't say this lightly then these guys are in the right because they have to protect their yeah. copyright if they don't there's serious legal ramifications for it um. So that is, uh, that's what's going on. But as you can see here on the uh, Internet Archive homepage, uh, if this Windows alert will go away, um, you know, uh, 834 billion websites, 39 million books, 11 million movies, 15 million uh, audio recordings, two and a half million television show, one million pieces of software, 4.7 million pieces of uh, uh, pictures, um, 256,000 audio files, and... Um, 1.8 million like in uh, software downloads is what that they've got in their archive right now.
1: Yeah, well, it's
0: a. I mean, 800. Yeah, I mean, they've it, literally it, archived. Imagine over the storage,
1: the drives that they're using. To be oh my god, can you imagine? It. There, there is quite an expense. I don't know where they really make their money. I assume there's donations or something coming from someplace. I just, I don't know where they make their money to be able to maintain all this data.
0: Like the same way Wikipedia does
1: well wikipedia begs for yeah donations so constantly. so do they is that what they do yeah well it's yeah. not that and obviously it, people but, are but paying it's a
0: nonprofit. It. yeah
1: well people are are paying it i guess so uh, yeah hopefully hopefully this doesn't cause any issues which of course would impact us because then we'd have to start hosting them locally again and you know it's, it's a it costs a decent amount of money per month just in backup fees to back up our podcast
0: yeah absolutely so hopefully they're able to um, hopefully they're able to find some sort of decent agreement on this. Um, and uh, and yeah, hopefully that hopefully Internet Archive doesn't go away. One of the things that's cool is if you ever watch some of the guys like um, uh, Lazy Game Reviews and some of these other people, when they buy these weird pieces of, uh, you know, they'll buy some weird uh vintage computer tech from the 90s or early 2000s, they always say, oh, the software, has been, you know, the software is up on Internet Archive. The, the driver is up on Internet Archive for this obscure yep. you know, PC mouse, some serial mouse that came out in the, you know, the mid-90s or the mid-80s. Um, so there's a lot of really cool resources on there. But at the same time, if they're infringing on active copyright, that's, that's also an issue. So that's, a, that's an interesting balancing act. But, I mean, these guys are pros. Yep. They know what they're doing.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they'll come to an agreement that everybody will be happy with. Yeah, um, I hope so. Because if up, they went away, an,
0: we if they went away, I, that I use Internet Archives all the time for for work. Yeah. Because news companies will change the content on their website, not.
1: So you can figure out what the original. Figure out yeah.
0: exactly because they'll get called out on something. They change it. Fortunately, it's back up. And now there is another site. Unlike it's not. Um, it's not. It's not. Uh, as in depth as archive.org in terms of the other content but archive.is is a domain capture website that i also use a lot so folks are looking for something archive.is is pretty
1: good cool yeah i'll check that out so there's an update on the story that we've been following for what, months to years it feels like years but the microsoft activision deal or activision blizzard deal uh is now getting some movement in the uk uh you know the, the uk of course was the lone standout or holdout, not willing to budge. And uh, Microsoft has redone their deal with uh, with Ubisoft, of all people, in order to placate those UK re- regulators. And it offers all cloud gaming rights to Ubisoft for 15 years. What does that mean? So um, they'll bring Modern Warfare 2, Diablo 4, all of those things to Ubisoft Plus to their their service um you know i don't know here so here's an announcement from ubisoft ubisoft plus lineup is expanding we're now we're excited to announce a new agreement that will bring activision blizzard games to ubisoft plus via streaming upon the completion of microsoft's acquisition acquisition of activision blizzard Hmm. we also will also be licensing let's see here the games Uh, to a range of cloud streaming and subscription services. So, all these Activision Blizzard games will now be on Ubisoft Plus, which is kind of odd because Ubisoft is a publisher themselves. Why does Microsoft have to stream Activision Blizzard games to a rival? It makes zero sense to me. Because
0: the UK sucks. That's
1: why. I just... I I mean, if this makes it to where that final holdout, because I haven't heard anything in the United States, really. No, it's over. Um,
0: I mean, they left DC, lost their bid, and it's over. They're not continuing litigation. It's done. I mean, Yeah, so I haven't heard
1: anything from this. The CMA was the only one that I knew of that was still waiting. And so if this makes it to where they signed that deal, great. More Activision Blizzard games will be available on Ubisoft+, Plus, which will probably be only streaming for another year. Yeah, things like it all these business. other services go out of business and shut down. So maybe that's Microsoft's bid: is they're like, well, we know the streaming services aren't going to stick around for very long. So sure, we'll sign an agreement with you. And who not the hell going to use? Yeah, and who the hell is
0: going to use it um, anyway? The CMA says that it will review the new offer with this uh, 15-year th- deal in it. They caution, "quote This is not a green light," and they will deliver a decision by October the 18th. And at that point, as soon as that decision comes down, I would expect this merger to be official.
1: Well, and here's here's a, the message sent from Bobby Kotick uh, to his team at Microsoft. He says, or it team, but was this Activision Blizzard. I want to share an update on our merger with Microsoft. To address the UK CMA's concern regarding cloud streaming, Microsoft announced it filed a new merger application in the UK that includes a divest, uh, div- divesture for divesture, 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 cloud streaming yeah. Yeah, rights at closing with respect to current and new PCs and console games. We welcome Microsoft to, Microsoft decision to enter into this agreement and submit a new application to the CMA, which Microsoft believes will address the CMA's concerns. For us, nothing substantially changes with the addition of this divesture, our merger agreement with Microsoft closing deadline, and the cash consideration to be paid for each Activision Blizzard share at close uh, remains the same. We will continue to work closely with Microsoft and the CMA throughout the remaining review process, and we are committed to help Microsoft clear any final bur- hurdles as quickly as possible. On that note, our integration management team is hard at work to ensure we are prepared for a smooth close. It is a, is a major cross-functional collaborative effort, and I am thankful for all the work that's been done. This has been a longer journey than expected, and I am very proud of how focused everyone has remained to. Del- to delivering great games. Thanks for the, your continued dedication and your commitment to our players. So, it sounds like they're they're figuring this is going to be the final deal that makes this whole thing done. Yeah. Uh, you know, because they they did the extension and now uh, you know, once they get the sign off from the CMA, I don't see any other things holding them back from having this be complete and it's going to be interesting to see what changes now because they've kind of been operating in a way like they're partially the same company already but what is microsoft going to do once they they own it uh you know as, as far as expansion uh maybe pushing certain products that have been sitting on on the bench for a long time because i know that's been some people's frustration is there's you know certain products that haven't been released or any new versions released with some of these studios uh you know i'm, I'm really interested to see what they do you know once they know that they have it and it can't be taken away from them because you you only want to do so much when, when you don't know that that you have it in the, you know, you have it in the bag. Uh, And I think here, you know, that this is going to be the the thing that really makes it to where we'll see what Microsoft's vision for Activision Blizzard is. I want to see what it is with World of Warcraft. I want to see what they do with the subscription service. Uh, You know, for there's, there's Diablo, there's all these things. I want to see how that changes uh, once, once the, the deal is closed and you know they know that whatever they do can't be pulled away from them, and those improvements that they make go to the benefit of someone else to me. the most interesting
0: thing is 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 exactly that it's how do they merge or do or do they merge um the wow subscription and so or, you know how, yeah. how do they work all of those subscriptions into what is now called game pass that to me seems to be the logical conclusion Now, obviously you'll still yeah. be able to subscribe to wow independently i'm not concerned about that but for folks but that 15 are-
1: bucks a month for a wow subscription you know if they put that in the game pass that's going to up their game pass numbers incredibly and it possibly will up their world of warcraft player base quite substantially because people will be willing to maintain that subscription over time when they'll cancel a wow subscription because you're only getting one thing and if you're not playing wow you're still paying fifteen dollars a month so usually they'll cancel it if it's part of your subscription you have people that are willing to maintain a a, a streaming you know for the whole game pass they'll maintain that and then play wow when they can uh you know because other people unless you have a subscription going you can't play really unless you're, you to play like a level 20 character that's it
0: i um what what I think is more likely is that they have another tier of game pass on top of the base for maybe ten dollars more a month that includes some of those things. If you're already a maybe game ultimate, pass, I mean
1: because ultimate they're always trying to, but they're gonna bestify. have to add
0: another. They're gonna have to
1: add another tier to it. Yeah.
0: There's no way they can. They're no, there's two options. They either roll in the WoW subscription and jack up the price, or they add another tier with a cheaper WoW subscription for folks that are already paying for Game Pass. Those to me seem to be the two options, and then obviously keep it separate.
1: Um, well, is so, it necessary to pay fifteen dollars a month for WoW anymore? Uh, honestly, obviously, once Microsoft people are. takes them over. Yeah, but but they they also you already pay for the. Uh, individual upgrades of the software of the games so each expansion you pay 60 70 bucks for and then you're paying a monthly subscription why not make it to where you get make it like a game pass for wow you don't have to pay for individual individual expansions anymore but you're paying for a subscription you know that's added onto the the plus or the you know the ultimate package i just i think that that's where i want to see where they go because that's one thing i've never understood why blizzard has done it the way they have because you're making it so that only the dedicated hardcore players are willing to maintain that, um, you know, and, and your casual players just have to walk away from the game because it, you know, why pay over a couple hundred dollars per year for something that you're not using all the time?
0: Yeah.
1: It's, so that's, it's, 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 it's interesting. Yeah. So that's the state of that merger. Um, do you want to keep on Microsoft or do you want to talk, about AI, we've got a lot of interesting let's, topics between the two.
0: Yeah, let's do a little bit more of more Microsoft, and we'll jump to AI here in like ten okay. minutes
1: or so. What else you got? All right, so my, let's talk a little bit about what's happening with Xbox. They've announced recently a new strike system. Oh no! because of bad behavior on Xbox. That's, I know. So no. I, if you're going to start playing Xbox here, uh, I think it's an Doodle eight it. strike. You're out. I'm out. <laughs> policy. <laughs> So what, what happens with your first strike is you get a one-day suspension. Oh, man. And we have, one day we off the, second the top? Strike.
0: That's brutal. Normally, these strikes are like yeah. a couple hours on some of these services. Yeah. So,
1: so the second strike gets you uh, a one-day uh, suspension. A third strike gets you a three-day um, suspension. A fourth strike gets you a seven-day suspension. A fifth is 14 days. A sixth is 21 days. Seventh to sixty days. Once you get your eighth, that's a whole year. Now these strikes stand in your record for six months. So if you get eight strikes in a six-month period, then you are going to be out for a year. Uh, now the these can be for all kinds of things: uh, hate speech, uh, being sexually inappropriate, profanity, even. Um, you now this is something I just. I get kind of worried because okay profanity is a plus one cheating is a plus one sexually inappropriate is a plus two so uh harassment and bullying is a plus two and hate speech is a plus three so the worst one you can get is hate speech and it's an automatic three-day suspension
0: the hell i don't even again what's the definition of that
1: uh uh let's i don't know this is an infograph uh, let me see if i can find yeah I, it's hard to say what they will qualify as hate speech um I, but i'm sure you know you saying uh a, a boy is a boy and a girl is a girl is, is a good way to uh absolutely uh, get an automatic three days yeah yeah or women have babies i mean that's another one that would really get you kicked off of or mentioned be allowed to play quick. in women's
0: sports right i mean that's that's pretty something
1: like that yeah i mean if someone were to say something like that on xbox i think that that would probably be a good way to get yourself banned uh, and so you know they i just this worries me and especially with ai because if they start to bring in and scan all the audio um that are coming up over because they I, I remember them talking about even um recording the audio in private groups now uh, so if you're in a group with just your friends talking about politics is that going to get you banned po- or possibly banned because the AI is going to detect these things were being discussed and that's considered hate speech on their platform I that that concerns m- me personally because that could turn you know south really quick Microsoft seems to not be crazy with these things. Um, But I think that this is something that we need to be pretty careful of because it could really drive people away from the whole platform. I I have their community standards. I was trying to see if possibly it's listed there. Um, You know, they talk about having a good attitude. (laughs) But yeah, I'm not sure. I I don't see anything. It says harmful behavior. Uh, You know, that includes cheating exploits, things like that. Uh, respect the privacy of others. I can understand that. Respect the rights of others. So here we go. Essentially, this means don't use things that don't belong to you and don't do things you don't have permission to do. Oh, that's game clips and things. I, yeah, I'm not sure. I just, that's what I'm saying. It's
0: just, to, this looks like some Chinese social credit score nonsense with plus you know plus one yeah. for this and negative one for that. And and um, I just... You know, I get it. They're in a position where they have to try and do something because, you know, turns out it's really hard to moderate online content, especially in this, which yeah. is typically why multiplayer games are not rated. You'll see games like uh, Call of Duty come out and it's rated M, but online player is an NR because of yeah. the, uh, the fact that it is you can chat, you can talk and all of that stuff. Um I don't know. To me this is more of them just trying to appease um and, and just try and maybe get some heat off of them. I don't know how they enforce any of this Mel is bringing up, you know, cod lobbies. Yes, any game lobby where these things are being discussed are just total cesspools I, and that's what makes them so great.
1: Well, uh, what I think they should do is have two different variations of the lobbies. Have a, a one where you check bark, check you know do a checkbox that says I am an adult, you know, and I'm willing to put up with the risk of hearing something. And then one for my kids when they're, when they're using um, any online services that has these rules, where you're going to have one where if kids are under the age of 18 or they want to have a, an account that's not being subject to, you know, whatever levels of, of toxicity, then have one where that's a, a area that they can be that these types of rules are enforced. But if you're willing to kind of open up the floodgates and check a box, then these rules won't apply, and you're going to hear things you don't agree with. But guess what? Yeah, yeah if but, you've got but a where, child, but count, now you people can submit stuff. Yeah, but people can submit audio clips here for reporting. You know, they they have a feature now where you can clip and then submit those to here. And if you you can catch somebody saying something that you find disagreeable, then they'll get a ban on their or you know get this uh, strikes on their system. Yeah. And so hmm. I have a place where you can talk and you can, you know, say cuss words and things like that, um, and not be worried that you're going to get reported five times and, and get your account banned for a year. I just, that it just kind of seems kind of crazy when that's part of playing online on an, a game that's made for adults. You should be sure. able to have some freedom to sit there and talk in certain ways. And they're taking that away. Don't limit everybody because some people don't want to be subjected to that. Make an area where, if people want to, they can go to an NSFW equivalent channel that allows them to talk however they want without being worried about being banned, unless it's something that's truly crazy. Whatever they, you know, whatever we determine crazy to be.
0: Yeah. Um, in other uh, Microsoft and uh, and Xbox news, I uh, caught this over the uh, week as well, Brian. This is a this this one hurts me at my soul. Um, Mike, the Xbox 360 store is officially being shut down Oof. in July of 2024. It will not make it to its 20th birthday. This again, I first of all, I can't even believe that the Xbox 360 store is still online, but it is. People are um, still online. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I mean, people, obviously enough. Yeah, I mean, the numbers are are obviously minuscule. Um, But they've announced that they are officially taking the Xbox 360 store offline in July of 2024, um, a year and change shy of the console's 20th anniversary. Um, It does note that this has no bearing or will make no impacts on folks using backwards compatibility on the Xbox. Um, You know, it's not going to screw up with anything on that. It's just that you, you will no longer be able to purchase games on the xbox 360 store as of july 29th of 2024 and other enter product other entertainment products won't work either like microsoft movies and the tv app um you'll have up until that date to purchase games and dlc from the xbox 360 store and the online marketplace um so mm. for folks that i guess are still hanging on to the xbox 360 still actively buying games on the store uh, similar to what folks did with the Wii before they shut that down. Get all your stuff downloaded, and then uh, I guess you'll be good to go.
1: Well, and there's, yeah, it seems like they're kind of shutting down a number of things because also here on the 28th, they're sh- retiring the Xbox console companion app. Yeah, this that was,
0: makes sense.
1: Yeah, and this is one that's for Windows, what, Windows 10 and Windows 11. Uh, um, and I think they have new things to replace this. Yeah, well, it's I'm also a mobile that's... app.
0: Well, the Xbox, the, 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 the companion app was also a, a mobile app.
1: Yeah, and so this this they're shutting down. Um, here's an announcement from them. On July 28th, we announced that the Xbox console companion app of Windows would be deprecated. If you were impacted by this and are looking for ways to continue to engage with Xbox games, services, and communities on your Windows device, the Xbox app for Windows will keep you connected to all things Xbox and gaming on your Windows device. So, they're getting rid of the console companion app, uh, but they still will have the Xbox app, which, you know, has a lot of these features. And, and this makes them not have to support two different platforms as well. Plus, this probably has all the Xbox um, Game Pass features in it, things that they weren't building into that uh, companion app.
0: Yeah, now this makes sense. They've rolled all the companion app features into the store app, and it's built into the Xbox. It's part of the game bar. The, what is it, a Windows yep. Key X or something like that that brings up the game bar, um, all that yep. stuff has been migrated into it. So yeah, you're right. There's no reason to keep another service alive for the same thing that you're getting on the newer updated version of that service.
1: And here's another thing I saw that was pretty interesting is um, people are Microsoft's been rolling out, of course, updates. Um, like Windows Live is being replaced by this Game Pass core uh which we, I think we talked about it, what, a couple weeks ago. Um, but they, it says here that they're getting upgrades. They're getting upgrades to these games. And I wonder if these are ones that are um, from the Microsoft Store. I, I was trying to figure out exactly, but uh, Microsoft Game Core is more than just a name change. It said with the redesign, it gives you access to online multiplayer subscribers, Also, really received 25 titles. Um, so that's replacing that what games with gold that was there previously. It's replacing the Xbox
0: Live Gold. We covered this a couple weeks ago that that's that's they're getting rid of Xbox Live Gold, which was just the multiplayer essentially the multiplayer subscription that you were paying for, and now it's called Game Pass Core.
1: Okay, so that's and so they're putting that into the interface now. So you're going to see that whole new interface with your 25 free games. Um, And so go check that out. They've been doing a lot of software updates. One thing I found that I didn't realize is you have to manually go, even for your controllers, like you have to go in and manually update those. I figured it would pop up saying something you have to update your controller and you have to go into your settings, find the devices, and then find your controller and manually update it. I I thought it was kind of weird that they weren't actually updating those things on the fly or saying, hey, your controller's out of date, you know, update this. So if you haven't done that, because I've got a number of controllers, um, you have to go into each one and tell it to update the software on the controller to fix various bugs and compatibility issues. My so controllers
0: weird. got firmware from 2013. Then, if that's
1: the case, I've never yeah, updated my you, go, go check it out. And it'll probably tell oh. you that you have an update uh, because that's not something that happens automatically. Weird. Um, now, remember that family and friends pass that they were promoting, I've been waiting on it. That I've yeah. been waiting, waiting to come out. Well, they they ended the version that was out there. In August, so this month, um, this is something that that they rolled out in what South Africa, couple of countries.
0: Yeah,
1: they're ending that here on August 15th in all of those countries. They're no longer accepting new registrations and new member additions to existing family plans it will no longer be accepted after July 17th. Um, they haven't announced that actually being. It's, it's like they did a test of it and they haven't announced it actually being released. And so I, I'm i kind of worried that maybe they're not going to do it or if they're just going to do a big launch of the whole thing nationwide. But, uh, you know, they're closing down the ones that were there and I, there's been no signs of one actually starting again. So, I, so
0: I've, I've been waiting you. for
1: this for my family.
0: Oh, yeah. I know you've been talking about it for months now. I wonder if... I wonder if the logistics of doing it or so there's a couple things either A they did these trials and they got all the pertinent telemetry and data that they needed and now they just need to rekey the system to fix it all and then yep. do their big launch B another op- possibility is maybe it just isn't feasible maybe it doesn't work maybe, maybe it, not in it, that it's form. Being, it's being exploited it's not necessarily working as they intended it to do, to work and they're just not ready for it. Um, I, those to me are probably the two big, the two big options. Or, or see, maybe it went great, and they're you're right. Maybe they're just doing a hu- they're going to do this big worldwide rollout of it. I would guess it's probably A or B though, Brian. I mean, the you know, yeah. doing a, a fam. This is you're talking. You know, f- people always find a way to, um, an exploit. It's not even the right word to use, but to to take advantage of a system, and. This is, I mean, it, look at how long it took Netflix nearly a decade for them to figure out how to stop password sharing. I mean, and, and it's yeah. their, their rollout's been a freaking debacle. So imagine, and that's just for watching content. Imagine now we're talking about video game licenses now, right? We're talking about a much yep. more complicated system than just logging in and having an MP4 video stream to your computer. Um, so I would imagine they may that this is this is a very complicated thing for, the, for this for them to do.
1: Here's what worries me is could they, they put out a statement. Here's what they said at the end of it. Um, the Friends and Family preview, was in, they're calling it a preview now, yep. was announced in August of 22 with the intent to learn more about how to shape new Game Pass offerings. We look forward to using those learnings to help create an offer we can bring to more players worldwide in the future. It's not so, right. Yeah, it sounds like they are kind of walking back from it saying, no, we we didn't promise you we were going to bring you that. <laughs> we just wanted to learn from it, and we're going to give you something with what we learned in mind. <laughs> okay, so you're telling me I'm not getting a fam, fam, family and friends uh, pass. This is what it kind of sounds like, or we're going to get a watered down version of it. Um, it's very possible. So kind of kind of uh, disappointing, but you know who knows? We'll see. See what happens with it.
0: Yeah, I I assume it's got to be in. I've assumed infrastructure wise, this has just got to be a nightmare to try and hammer out. I mean, it's got to be. Yeah, it, this you're you're talking about something that is so complicated. Now, I will say this: I don't know if I mentioned on the show or not. Um, I switched over to YouTube TV. Um, or my parents switched to YouTube TV and added me to their family account, and they seem to have figured it out pretty well. Um, but again, yeah. you're talking about video streaming. Versus, you know, again, licensing for specific games and how many copies, how many games can you play at a time and how are you doing location verification? There's a lot of stuff that goes into sharing content like this in that fashion and um, a year to get all that data back and figure out how to crunch it all together. And again, Brian, there's a possibility they find out it's just not feasible. It's not, this is just, it's not a feasible system for them to continue with long term. I hope that's not the case, but but it's it's I don't think that's improbable.
1: But they've got to figure out a way to when you have kids, you can't buy five Game Pass Ultimates. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. And you know how do I make it to where when I'm not playing on my Game Pass Ultimate, but I want to be able to manage how my kids play those games, and I don't want them logging into my account to play those games. You've got to come up with a way that I can let my kids play the games where I can still use parental controls. Um, and the way the system they've set up, they just have not made a way to make that feasible, and mm. so they're they're making it to where I can't do that. To where then my kids just don't get to be able to take advantage of being the games that I have, because I'm not going to let them have free reign access to the Game Pass library. <laughs> There's too many games that are that they just aren't old enough to be able to play yet. So uh, kind of frustrating, but we'll see. I I don't know if you saw this, but Major Nelson, he's gonna be leaving Microsoft. He's uh yeah. after twenty two years. You know, he's been He's Mr. one Xbox. of the main bases of, of Xbox for twenty two years. Uh and so he's gonna be leaving and I've assumed that for him this is just gonna be because he's retiring. I mean Yeah, he sure. Can, he's been not because he's mad or anything like that. Uh but you know, he's gonna be he's gonna be heading out and so uh, here's a quote from him. As I take a moment and think about all that we have done together, I want to thank the millions of gamers all around the world who have included me as part of their lives. You know, and, and this is a lot of people. Where from many years ago, you know, he's been with the marketing guy. I mean, he's been kind of the face of of the Xbox marketing. Not know, even that. that. He's a,
0: he's a, he's essentially led the direction of the Xbox. I mean, it, Xbox has been his baby. 22 years before the yeah. Xbox 360. He came in like 2 or 3 years before the Xbox 360 and he has been the lead on Xbox since then. Um yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I I assume that the timing of this is probably in relation to the Activision Blizzard merger as they as they're merging these two companies together, somebody new can step into that role. That make timing-wise yeah. that makes a lot of sense. I mean, he's made a fortune. I can't imagine what his salary is yeah. over at uh at <laughs> Xbox. Um so that's, uh, that's great. Um, Brian, you mentioned uh, a little bit of AI news. Well, as we round out the show, what's going on there?
1: All right. So one thing I wanted to mention here is there was a, a judge ruled that AI art cannot be copyright. Saw copyright. That. That's That is something that is going to really affect, let's say, people are using AI to create things for video games, create uh you know, th- th- for anything they're selling, well, you can't prevent anyone from them taking anything you made from AI art and reusing it themselves. Uh, they they have made a, a ruling that there has to be a human uh, in in the making of whatever the art is to be able to put a copyright copyright on it, and. You know, this could be where people can do a mixture. I'm assuming if you take a piece of AI art and then you put a human uh, touch on it and go and redo things and and that maybe would be copyrightable. But the original thing that's being created, all these things that these AI generators are making cannot be held in copyright. Um, Let's say they start using this to make things for film, for ads. Well, how's that going to impact the ability to protect your work, protect your brand? I think it's going to be, you know, of course, you'll still have the same patent laws, but images that maybe uh, you have created that define your company, people be able to take and, and and post with things that actually make your company look bad. And what are you going to do about it? You can't get them on copyright <laughs> for taking the thing down. Uh, it's, it's going to create some interesting things in court. Uh, and I just... Uh, you know, but a lot of people, studios, video game industry, they want to use this. But if you can't copyright the work, how are you going to end up using it in your final product? Uh, you know, because this kind of is a blow to those type of, of systems wanting to do that.
0: Yeah, it's um, it, it's I, I feel like this is going to change a couple more times before we get to yeah. our actual final final rendition. Because of what this, this doesn't make like. sense. What about no, what creating it AI voices?
1: But I'm saying, as far as saying that you can't do anything, like there's got to be some way that you can protect the dialogue that's created. Maybe people can still use that AI-generated voice tone. You can't get that because it's not a person, but the content what? in it should still be.
0: It's very hard to copyright content yeah. that it, that you've not made yourself. That's a very tough thing. I mean, you can copyright yeah. names and logos and images and stuff like that it is very hard to copyright content especially if you're not the actual author of it
1: right which you're not yep. if you're having
0: ai generate it's using
1: tons of people you'd have to ha- you'd have to guarantee that you own 100 of the rights of the training material that's not possible to do not not currently no unless you had somewhere that was creating just tons of content and then basing ai works off of that sure but you know none of those places are doing that yet there's no place that has enough content that they own 100 percent rights to. Yeah. Hmm. So, so we'll see. That I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, I know, saw this. This affects.
0: Go oh, yeah. Go ahead. Um, High
1: Res Studios. Uh, they are the yes. maker of
0: uh, the uh, Realm Royale, the chicken game, the battle royale where you turn into a chicken when you get shot. Um, they've updated their voice actor policy regarding AI use. This is after. A performer calls out the company for causing uh, for, for a clause permitting AI use in the case of an actor's death. Um, and this uh, yep. High Res is also the company behind uh, Smite, and it says um, the company's contract language covering AI slash synthetic uh, uh, synthetic performances now says client agrees not to use sub license the performance to simulate talent voice. Or likeness to create any synthesized or digital voice or likeness of talent. So this is the uh, you know, this is the fear. This has been the big fear of AI is that you have voice actors, you have actual actors, like the first, epi- first episode of the new season of Black Mirror. You, know, you get a little bit of content from them, and then you just run with it, and it's now you know it's 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 them. But it's not them because it's all being generated by AI. So this contract says that you know you 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 can't do that. In this case, the client is is High Res Studios. Um, so you are not. They're not going to be taking voice actors that they're paying and then using that those samples to then generate that voice by AI so that they don't ever have to pay them again. That's so this yeah, and this well, is it, what I expect will continue. This is this is how this stops is the contracts yeah. between the voice actors the filmers the graphics people those contracts all state that you can't do this with ai that's going to be what puts i think a big damper on this and, and rightfully so because that's utterly ridiculous
1: because you're going to eventually hit a point where the, it'll kill that whole industry uh, you know because if you because they're going to be able to create whatever tones and sounds using already existing people's voices to train this thing uh, and you know, then where are these people going to find jobs in the future? I know that you know, kind of worry, say, oh well, you know, AI is not going to take everybody's jobs. Well, that's an area where they could, because they'll be able to create voices that sound realistic enough to where people can't tell the difference between these AI-generated voices and a person sitting in a studio. And once it hits that point, uh, why would they pay somebody to sit in front of a micron or microphone uh, doing lines when They can type it into a computer and say here's the tone that we want to have and you kind of just tell it i want to have a this line said this way with this kind of emphasis uh you know and and kind of critique and 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 change it slightly to get the sound you want and you know you can pay an engineer minimum wage to sit there and feed it the prompts or you can pay a person who then gets what you know like uh some of these people that are tied to shows that are, are the voices of some cartoon characters Making millions of dollars to read lines into a microphone. It's much cheaper to pay the minimum wage, and and that that, that'll be the thing that kind of kills that industry. Is you won't get the people that are really well known because they'll get replaced by the AI unless this is in the contracts going into it. And I'm sure they'll have, you know, the Actors Guild equivalent of voice actors. Oh, I'm Uh, sure. I'm saying you cannot do this uh, you'll get no work from anybody unless you're willing to sign and agree to these terms
0: it's definitely very interesting um all right brian um unless you got another quick one uh roll out of here whatever you want to do
1: uh nope we'll uh what, one thing i was gonna mention chat gbt is available on android so if, it wasn't uh,
0: available on android
1: no they have an actual android app now that how do they have an get. ios
0: app before an android app that's normally the other way around
1: I don't know. Who knows? Maybe huh. they, they had a, if they found it easier to develop it or maybe they originally made the prototype in iOS and then they had to Possibly. go and remake it for an Android device. Yeah. So, huh. uh, so that's available for people that are interested, but if you want to find me, uh, and I'm sure, uh, not on ChatGPT, but you can find me at Boise computer on Twitter or X as we're calling it now, or you can go to at Brian Aldridge on Gab, get it or truth social uh, if you want to go check out my blog, biteoftech.com, you can do that. You've got ways that you can contact me on there. And of course, it's changed, as Nick said, over the last 10, 15 years. Uh, if you want to go to our website, affectionpodcast.com, just go to the upper right-hand side, and you can see where you can join our server on Discord. That's the perfect way to get a hold of one of us. We've got 11 ARC servers running that you can go check out on there, uh, and also a show news channel if you want to submit topics or something that you think is relevant for what we discuss. Go ahead and put a link in there, and we'll review it for the live show. If you want to watch the live show, you can do that on Twitch or YouTube or the recording that's uploaded to Rumble after the fact. Or you can listen to our podcast on the lower right-hand side and that's recorded and then uploaded when the show is done. And if you are listening to that, that means that it will have the particular show note episode ready to go onto the website. Just click the link and in there, there's a video and audio player and links for everything that we discussed throughout that episode. And uh, maybe there's images or video and you've been listening to it and you want to go be able to see that or see maybe see some source material that some of the articles that we discussed were referencing, uh, those will all be listed on there uh, and easy to access. Can go to the support option if you want to support us up top or go to infectionpodcast.com forward slash support if you want to do that.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you very much, Brian. Greatly appreciated. We will catch up with you next week. You. All right, ladies and gentlemen, well, thanks again for uh, joining us. If you want to check out my antics, you can uh, visit my website, NickCraig.com, and check out the Wilmington's Morning News Podcast Monday through Friday. As Brian noted, if you missed any portion of the show, maybe want to check out some of our articles, head on over to our website. It's InfectionPodcast.com. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.